Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and good morning. Welcome on board On The Mark. It's an open phones day. Got lots of stuff to talk about, lots in the news. If you want to participate in the program, by all means, give us a call. 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236, but be sure to include the keyword OTM before you start your message. And the best thing is the program is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials or build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles, and they are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, a parts department, a body shop, an alignment shop, and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. And they're a master towing service with decades of experience. Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. We do have an email left over from yesterday that I promised I would get to first, and then we have a caller on the line. Three other hotlines are open, so feel free to use them at 570-743-9565. This is from Doug. He says the FBI closes the case of the White House cocaine with no suspect. Gee, who would have guessed that would be the case? They have no problem tracking down anyone who was close to the Capitol building on the setup that was January 6th, but they have no idea who could have brought the blow into the more secure, most secure building in our nation, even though there are cameras everywhere and that they screen anyone who visits. It was a high-traffic area, and it could be anyone, they say total BS. They know exactly who it was. They just won't say because the FBI and our justice system is part of this corrupt administration. Ask yourself this. If Donald Trump Jr. were a cocaine addict and cocaine was found in the White House when Trump was president, is there any doubt that the culprit would be found and Trump Jr. would be the prime suspect? Everything about our current administration, our justice system, and our media is a joke. That's signed by Doug. Okay, got something I think think you'll find interesting in a few minutes, but Eric's on the line from Port Trevorton. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. To pick up on our discussion yesterday on no labels, um, I did some more research and find out there's some very interesting people who, if not actually part of the uh, party, have joined in on, and includes uh, Senators Manchin, who was at the uh, discussion or town meeting the other night, but also Sue Collins from, I believe, that the... Uh, I think she's Republican from Maine, but a central leanist, Joe, I think. Is that, is that correct, Senator Collins from Maine? Uh, she is a Republican, I believe, yes. Okay, so she's also involved in discussion. So, um, And we see here one more time, you know, one more indictment for, for former President Trump. And, of course, he's the first one to just grab the paper out there and wave at everyone's faces and says, they're coming to get me, you know. But, you know, if that was you or I, and, and we had broken laws, would we even be walking the streets, or would we we be you know behind bars right now? Uh, you know, it's it's just you know, he wants to say, hey, they're coming after me, but you know, with that much smoke, there's, there's there's some fire. Now, I agree that some of the things going on in New York City with with some of those you know with the women and so forth, which I believe happened, and and he should be called called on carpet for. But we all saw, or most of us saw, and most of us like myself remember what happened January sixth. And it's all on television, and we can see it. And now they're bringing the facts, more fat, the facts from behind the scenes to you know what was actually going on and what was more of the motivation. But we all saw that he sat on his hands and did nothing while the 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 uh, you know our center of democracy was under attack 
And yes, somebody was killed, shot and killed. Uh, one of the persons he directed was, was shot and killed uh, because our our freely elected officials were huddling inside the very center of that place, inside the place where we make a law. And, you know, and, and to for us to say, well, you know, he's off the hook because he wants to run for president again. Frankly, I think the reason, main reason that he wants to run for president again is the fact that he feels he can then pardon himself. And as far as I know, that, that would be correct, right? If, if, if the American people elect him president and then he is convicted of something, uh, he could pardon himself, right? Actually, it's never been done before. I think there's some, the jury's still out on whether or not that would be considered legal. I don't think there's been a definitive opinion, and there wouldn't be in somebody, until somebody tried it and somebody appealed it. Of course, he could also be brought up on, uh, to be impeached, but with the way, you know, what, I, what really causes me great angst is the way that the senators and representatives who immediately after it happened, you know, in the, in, you know, talking about it, were down on Trump, and this shouldn't have happened. This was un-American, and, and we felt we were being attacked. Now have backed off on it and say, well, you know, it's just a misunderstanding. And uh, to, 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 to say that is a total disrespect for every one of us Americans who have religiously voted and believe our vote counts and our system works. And to have one person trying to, try to turn it over because he says that, that it was stolen. And he was saying that before, and it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And he is one of the biggest charlatans ever to be here in the United States. And for life me, I cannot feel, understand why so many people, even in the Republican Party, are still flocking to him. And so, anyway, No Labels is offering a opportunity for those of us who don't think that, you know, President Biden's a valuable choice or President Trump is a valuable choice. I really believe that if the... Um, if the Republicans nominate someone else who is not of the same ilk as, as former President Trump, no labels will, will, will back off. They, they, are, they are saying basically they are only there as an opportunity and be ready if, if both parties ignore what the majority of people, according to polls, say we do not want again, which is, you know, a Biden-Trump, uh, you know, a runoff. And they will be there then to say, okay, we are prepared. We register enough states to say we have another candidate. Here, America is the third choice. Well, I think if the best we can do is Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden, we we should have a third choice. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, I, I, guess, I guess I don't understand it, and I understand how people out there and people call in and and, and rail on me that you know, President Trump was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, you know, could they really believe that in all these states, in different states, including red states like Georgia, are, are after him? You know, it, it's just it's, it's impossible to fathom that coming from all these different directions, all the things he's done. And perhaps, perhaps, here's a thought. He has done some of these things fully, fully knowing well that he'd be called on the carpet for them, but then could throw it out as a, as a mass shotgun blast and saying, see, they're after me. They're after me here, 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 and here, Right just to mask the fact that what he did on January 6th and, and just put out the myth, hey, they're after me, it's all political. Well, I think yeah. if you could take away the last maybe six weeks of the Trump administration after the election, he would be regarded as far better than he is currently by a lot of people. I think what he did for the country in terms of what he was trying to achieve from a policy standpoint, uh, from a re regulatory standpoint, I think what he did was good for the country. And I think he, in that regard, he was a good president. It's just you can't separate the man from the policies, unfortunately, and the man leaves a little bit to be desired. That's like saying Nixon was a great president except for Watergate. And he was. But, but, but again, in that time, the American people, when we had far less information out there, recognized was it, and, and again, he resigned. Then President Ford did pardon him, and I really believe as a result of that, we then had Jimmy Carter as president, yeah. because people didn't forget what, you know, knew there was some sort of deal cut there. Well, there was no um, deal cut there. It was just a, an honest thing in Ford's part that he felt that was what, what was necessary for the country to move on. But no, but do you believe that was a carryover that helped defeat him oh, I do. in 76 yes, because I do. people thought yeah. or had the impression that there was a deal cut I there. agree. I agree that it cost him yeah. the election. No argument with me on that one. Yeah, yeah. So so am I, I hope we don't have to go the no-labels route, but I think it's an organization people need to look at and understand that there is an opportunity here for your voice to be heard. 
and maybe if we have enough of a rallying point around this, then maybe the the people who are running things on the Democratic side, speaking as Democrat, will pull a 1968 where the president will say, you know what, I'm choosing not to run, and then and then have have uh, you know go ahead and have a primary. Uh, yeah. For, for the Democratic side. That's what I'm hoping for. Certainly is so an interesting prospect. Good, I think there's a lot of good Democrats out there who are more centrist, who, who could who could possibly be a, a viable candidate. Huh? Can't argue that with you either. All right. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate your calling back and filling us in and giving us the rest of the details on that. Thank okay, you, sir. I just believe that the uh, website is nolabels.com or just put, put no labels in your, your search browser and you'll come up and, uh, you know, be informed, America. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate your call. 570-743-9565. We have one caller on the line. Three lines are open. But I did want to touch base with, uh, we, we didn't really start talking about Trump and his, um, the letter he got, the target letter he got talking about how he uh, apparently is a target of an investigation into uh, charges that are being brought by the uh, uh, special counsel who yesterday, the big news on CNN this morning was that the special counsel went for a sandwich at some But I think it's interesting. CNN's political analyst, Maggie Haberman, reveals what she knows about former President Trump, how he feels after he announced that he's a target of special counsel Jack Smith's probe into efforts to overturn the 2020 election leading up to the January 6, 2021 attack at the U.S. Capitol. Here's her comments. What's your sense from your reporting about what his reaction to this was privately? So he was... uh For somebody who's not great at keeping other people's secrets, he can be very good at keeping his own. And he was not especially chatty with people in his circle about this over the last two days. He ended up putting it out because they got a news inquiry about it, and he was trying to get ahead of it, because as we have seen with his previous two indictments, this is not yet an indictment, but it's a likely one, uh, he wanted to control the narrative, and so that's what he did here. I heard he was somewhat cranky on his way to Iowa today, but it was basically a normal plane ride. He's obviously not happy, and he is facing, Caitlin, and he knows this, these are significant charges potentially, uh, you know, in in January 6th, in the documents case, uh, potentially in Georgia as well, with serious jail time. And he knows this. And so that is weighing on him very seriously. Yeah. And I mean, he's complaining in this town hall he did with Sean Hannity that he got the letter on a Sunday night. Tim Parlatore was saying that he thinks it's more showy than it is substantive. But I mean, they're essentially giving him four days if he wants to come before the grand jury on Thursday. Yeah. Not likely he's going to do that, though. No. They're going to decline that offer is what our reporting is. And, And I understand understand what Parlatore is saying about it being showy. It's unusual to get a target letter on a Sunday, so much so that I had to fact check that Trump was correct, because as you know, Trump is not always the best source about Trump. Um, but it is true. That is when the letter came to his lawyers. Um, it is in your face by the Justice Department, but I don't think they're doing it to be showy. I think they're doing it to show that they don't really care the games that Trump is playing. All right. That's uh, Maggie Halberman, CNN's political analyst, on what Donald Trump's reaction was to the target letter he received from the uh, special prosecutor, Jack Smith. Dan, you're from New Berlin. You're on the mark this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You know, Eric needs to hear some other news other than the left-wing media news to get a good perspective what's going on. I mean, ever since Trump got in, they've been trying to get him out. And now they're trying to keep him from getting another election. I don't know how blind people can be that they can't see through this whole thing with how they're always trying to get rid of Trump because he's the first guy in a long time that tried to drain the swamp. And the swamp's out to get him. They do not want Trump in there so far, he's the only one that ever proved he was willing to drain the swamp, and he proved he could actually get things done. So I don't know how blind some people can be that they can't see that the whole system, the establishment, is out to get rid of Trump once and for all, and they're going to do anything don't matter what it is, they're going to do anything to get rid of him. Yeah, but come on, Dan. And I let's, mean let's, anything. Dan, let's face yes. it. His behavior on January 6th leaves a lot to be desired. I think it's potentially criminal. 
the fact that he no. knew what was going on. He didn't act to stop it sooner. He told told people, in effect, to come to Washington on that date. He told people that, um, what's his name, Vice President Pence needed to be historically brave and he needed to do overturn the uh, his constitutional responsibilities. I mean, he did a lot of stuff to interfere with the peaceful transfer of, of power, and that's what he's being charged with, potentially. And you know... Here, here's the thing. He he called. He want. He didn't want no, nobody going in on peace. You know, he wanted a peaceful pro protest, not what actually happened there, not breaking and entering. He wanted a peaceful protest. He said, "Go down peacefully." He didn't tell him to go in no building. He didn't tell him to break in. That was the infiltrators, even the FBI. And guess what? Uh, when they did the interview there with in the Senate, the FBI director would not answer the question, did you direct people? Yes, he did. He directed people. He wouldn't answer no. He could have said, no, we did not. They actually did. So this was all orchestrated by the left, Joe. If you okay. can't see it, if you can't see it, Joe, you need to listen to Hannity more. You <laughs> need to get out of your left-wing news people. Get away from CNN. Maybe you need They're, to get away. They lie and lie. Maybe you need to get away from Breitbart and some of these right-wing places. I try to be balanced. Now, I listen to everything, Joe. I know what each side okay. says. Then here's what Trump said. Here's what Trump tweeted on the morning of January 6th. He said, states want to correct their votes, which they now know were based on irregularities and fraud plus corrupt processes never received legislative approval. All Mike Pence has to do is send them back to the states, and we win. Do it, Mike. This is a time for extreme courage. The problem is what he just said there is not true. Not a single state legislature passed any measures trying to correct their votes. In fact, Republican state officials in Georgia and elsewhere rebuffed Trump's efforts to subvert the process. And second, Trump knew there were no widespread irregularities or fraud because the oh. people who work for him in the White House and elsewhere in the government have testified they told him so. Well, Let's put it this way. Trump was right. We, we know the election was a fraud. We know that. But the thing is, Pence, the way I look at it, Pence was between a rock and a hard place. And Pence did what he felt he had to do. And I don't condemn him for it. Because we couldn't prove... They couldn't. They didn't have the hard proof that the election was stolen, even though we know there's not hardly a Trump voter out here that'll agree that the, with you that the election wasn't stolen. We know it was. We know it was stolen. Look at the all the things that come out. Since Where's your that, proof? That, Where's your proof? If you know it was stolen, prove it. Evidence. You go by the evidence. Where's the what evidence? It, Where is the evidence? It look, it's two thousand mules dropping off, <laughs> dropping off all the ballots. Then the computers being changed at two in the morning, and all of a sudden, oh, guess what? Biden's winning. Trump was winning. Get at all the evidence, Joe. You have to go by evidence. Don't go by the left-wing media. They do not want to lose their cushy position. Well, if the 2,000 mules and all that was accurate, why isn't that a court hasn't found in their favor? Why is it that every court where it's been brought up, and some of them are Republican appointees, have rejected these claims? Not, not every Republican. A lot of Republicans would agree with you. That they they don't care for Trump. They do not want to. But you see didn't answer him. my question, Dan. You didn't answer my question. No court, That's even those with Republican judges, <laughs> because they they're not for Trump. Okay. <laughs> A lot of these higher offices aren't for Trump. Just because you're a Republican, don't mean you're all for Trump. It's only people like me. People live out here, and we're living on the edge. We're, yeah, we're making our ends meet, but, but 
Things were much better no. under Trump. Now look at us. I'm not saying we now we're struggling. Listen, I'm not saying we wouldn't be better off if Donald Trump was still the president. I I think we would be better off than we are yep, under Biden. Exactly. But you know the problem is that he did things that interfered with the process. He tried to subvert the peaceful transfer of power, which has been the bedrock of our republic since its foundation. He did yeah. that. You know whether you want no. to admit to it or not, he did it. He did not. Okay. Absolutely not. Joe, okay. I'm, you're so wrong there. <laughs> Trump wanted a peace. What Trump said was march down to the Capitol building peacefully. And fight they like put hell? that on their and editorial. And fight like hell? CIA. He said you can go down there and fight like hell. Yeah, fight. Yeah, That's what, what he we said. Fight. We're fight. I'm fighting right now for Trump, okay. but I'm not punching anybody. Hey, listen, we got another caller. Other... I'm sorry, Dan, we got another caller. we got to move on. Thank you so much. Van, you're on the mark now. We'll take you before a break since you've been hanging on here waiting for a while. Go ahead, sir. Morning, Joe. Morning. You know, this whole thing, you know, insurrections and peaceful protests and the liberal mindset, what took place in Portland and some of these other cities where they were burning businesses and looting, you know, businesses and trying to burn uh, police precincts and that is left go like it well that was a peaceful protest and then the insurrection where the only person that was killed that day was ashley babbitt so let's not forget that and let's not forget this you know whatever news you listen to and i don't know what you listen to and i don't listen to mainstream the lamestream news media because if you i mean do you even know what uh, operation mockingbird was no i'm afraid i don't well, back in the 70s, it was let out that the CIA had infiltrated the media, and they gave the media certain things to say, and they parroted it the whole news media cycle every day, and that's exactly what we're seeing today. Operation Mockingbird is not done. It's still going on. That's why the lamestream news media just plays over and over their same rhetoric. And if you understand this or not, and I called into this program way back when COVID first started, and I told you that that came from a lab in Wuhan, China. And you laughed at me. You said, where do you get that? Where do you, where do you hear that? Well, now it's coming out that Dr. Fauci lied about gain-of-function research. And when we were told about, well, it came from a bat in a wet market in Wuhan, that was told early on. How did they even come up with that one? Well, the reason they came up with it is because in Wuhan, China, at the Virology Institute, where they do experiments with viruses, they were working on gain-of-function research so that it would spread from animals to man. And now it's out of the bag. And Fauci has been found to be a liar. But like everything else, like the cocaine that was found in, in the White House, nothing will ever come of it. Because, if you believe it or not, there is a globalist, elitist group that are running this world. And that's why Donald Trump is so hated. So get it through your head, and everyone else out there that thinks this is about just Donald Trump being politically different. No, Donald Trump is being persecuted because he is a nationalist, because he is against globalism. And these guys are going to have their way. I know you don't understand the Great Reset. I told you to check that out before. You probably didn't. But you can check out the UN is having a meeting coming up in September, and it's about having these sustainable development goals reached. They said they, they want a seven- years of accelerated transformative action to achieve their sustainable development goals and my prediction what's going to happen because there is a systematic plan to dis destroy this country and if you don't believe that explain why the borders are left wide open and our country has been flooded by immigrants you can't go to walmart without hearing 10 different couples in the in the building speaking in spanish or some other foreign language our country is being infiltrated and they're taking it down. Our cities are a mess. They, they're destroying businesses. Homelessness in America is an all-time high. San Francisco is an absolute mess. You can't go out in the street without smelling marijuana, without smelling human feces and urine. This, this country is in such a mess. The plan is to take America down. If you don't see that, then I can't help you. Do you, do you even begin to see any of that, or is that just all... 
just nonsense to you. No, I think this country is in deep trouble. I'm not going to argue that with you. I think that part of what we're doing today, the people in the far left have created some serious issues that I believe our constitutional republic can survive. I think what our strength is, is our freedom. The fact that we can do all these things, that we can have all these differences, and we can work them out. We have in the past. It may be more difficult now, but I think that's our challenge for the future. If we're going to let be defeated by China, it'll be from within, not from without. I mean, we'll do it and to ourselves. We are being defeated from within because the people that are running this country are sending massive amounts of money to Ukraine in what is what is a total joke. That war is never going to be won by Ukraine. We're dumping money in there that nothing will ever come out of it while our border is left wide open. You explain to me why the politicians, you, you have people running on the Republican side that and Pence said it, you know, he doesn't really care. It's not his concern. That border's not his concern. When he was questioned by Tucker Carlson about why don't we just get peace with Ukraine and Russia, sit down with them and do that and he and, and do something about the border. Well he doesn't care about the border. See that's the issue. We have these these people that are bought and paid for and Donald Trump could not be bought and he was his man he was his own man. He did what he felt was right. He did what the American people needed him to do. And now we're seeing Joe Biden, who I heard Tom say he's 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 doing good. Well, he, or he's good. He's a good president. Well, he's, he is. He's a good-for-nothing president. He's doing nothing but following what the globalists tell him to do. And he's, he's so corrupt, and Trump's called him out on it. And I know people hate that. But, hey, you know what? He is corrupt. He's the big guy, and we understand that. He's the guy getting money from his boy Hunter, and Hunter, he's, he's the smartest person that Joe knows. It's, it's a joke. The whole thing, the whole system's corrupt. And my prediction is this. I predict that in 2024, there will be no election in America. This country is going to come down so rapidly because this CBDC, the central banking digital currency, is going to be put out there because that's one of the sustainable development goals. They want to equalize everybody. They want to have every nation brought to the same level and when they make a world currency that's going to destroy america when when america is so filled with all these people coming across the border and we are i know people that that work in hospitals and they're flooded by people that have every bit of their hospital bill paid by the American taxpayer. Bam, we got to wrap it up. i got to take a break here. But thank you for your comments. Really appreciate them. And I don't think it was me that laughed at you when you said it was uh, came from a lab in Wuhan. I always thought that was a distinct possibility. Must have been somebody else, because I, I thought that was quite possible. Hey, thanks, Van. Appreciate your call. Joe, stand by. Our, three of our lines are open, 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include OTM at the start of your message. Number of people have done that. We'll get to the calls and the text after this message. And Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected. And year after year, through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger, which is why Pentelidata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Pentelidata. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we have their backs. 
How do your clients know that? Because Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So wait, you do it because you have to? No, we do it because it's the right thing to do. Our clients trust us with their retirement savings, and we know how important that responsibility is. So we take the time to really get to know them. Get to know them how? We make sure we understand their unique goals, finances, health, family, and lifestyle so we can tailor their portfolio to their specific needs. Our goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. Sounds like a big responsibility. You must make big commissions then, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We have one single transparent fee that's structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Do you have heart failure and often hear... Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McBranahan. 570-743-9565 is our hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. We'll get to the text in just a moment. But right now, Joe from Sunbury is on the mark. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah, over the years, Joe, you've been saying that uh, on the January sixth issue, when uh, Mike Pence was overseeing the counting of the electoral votes, that he couldn't do some things. Right? You know, am I right on that? He couldn't do what Trump was asking him to do. He couldn't constitutionally do it. I guess he could have done it, but he couldn't have done uh, it if he okay. was... That's, that's my issue, because if you look in the Constitution, where do you find that, that Pence couldn't do what Trump asked him to do? It spells out the way uh, the peaceful transfer of power is supposed to occur. This is just uh, a, this okay. is a pro forma I, I get thing. That, but it's I'm asking about... Well, I'm trying to answer you. It's, it's a, Before it's a, that, there's it's still, there's always contention, right? You know from 1876 to 2000 election and that, there's always, like, challenges, right? Right, but there's never been okay, an instance... so I'm not getting to say, the no, just, uh, just hang on a second. There's never been an instance where a vice president in charge of reading and certifying the results... I'm not asking you that, though. But no, but ahead. that's what I'm telling you. They, it has never worked that way. It has never been done, no, and there have been disputed right. elections before, but no right. vice president ever I, overturned it, the yes, election. I get it. Okay, so we've talked about Trump pardoned himself that it's never been done before, but he could do it, and then it would be looked at. Probably someone would uh, bring it to the Supreme Court, right? So Pence has nothing in the Constitution that guides him on how to run the overseeing of this. There's nothing in the Constitution. It just says that he will do it. So he's presiding over this, which others have done in the past, and they have... What Pence could have done was say... We're going to put this on hold, and we're going to stop it here, as they've done before, if they wanted to, in 2000 especially, maybe. I'm just kind of summarizing because we don't have much time. But Pence could have done, technically, whatever he wanted to do. And then it would have been held up against, like other politicians that we've learned over the summer, like when Joe Biden made the uh, student loan, loan relief, it was held up to the Constitution as what a politician did, right? And it was found unconstitutional. The same as with the Trump pardon and what would happen with the Pence action. It would have been held up, and there's nothing saying that Pence cannot do something. Because in another aspect, go ahead, I mean, do you see that as there's nothing constitutional that prohibits Pence from doing something or anything? Well, I guess he could have tried it. I mean, I'm not certain that would have right. been the right. That's my think, point. You well, keep me, saying he could have. You keep asking me a question, and then you don't let me answer. I think that he had a choice to make. He had a choice to do what the president well, wanted. He said he couldn't before. Okay. <laughs> or he or he could have done what he felt the Constitution and his responsibilities right. as vice president required him to do. And that's what he did. He had great right. courage, even though Donald Trump called him a coward. Right. I agree that he could have done... 
Well, he did do what he did, and no one challenged that, really. Trump didn't like it. But he could have done something else, right? And we talked about the 1876 uh, incident, which was pushed out because the transfer of power wasn't until March. You had more time to look at uh, that, and the Democrats and Republicans negotiated that there was a, uh, a, there was a plan made to, yeah. you know, decide to get what they wanted. And even in 2000, right, the things were done, even though, let, let me just move on a little bit, uh, if you want to read that, the only thing in the Constitution is that the vice president can break a vote in the Senate if it's tied. But anyhow, the, the idea that what was going on in the in the chamber at the time Paul Gosar brought up uh, that there was going to be a challenge to the electoral votes in Arizona. He's a rep, and they and of course uh, Pence asked, "Is there any senator on board with this?" And Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz stood up, right, and and he said that. So that that legal, you know, that is a legal challenge to the electoral college, right? Mm-hmm. What Ted Cruz and Gosar did. Okay. They challenged that. That that is illegal, and that's been done by the Democrats and the Republicans almost every election. Even in 2016, Trump's was uh, challenged, uh, and that was a little bit different than this. It wasn't as uh, gritty, so to speak. But in this case, that's when the rioters broke uh, into the chamber or you know broke the line so to speak and that's when what Cruz and Gosar were doing they went into their uh, secured areas and when they came back there was no more mention of that that everything was resolved in that time with Pelosi and all the leadership of both Republicans so that because of the break-in if you look at the timeline the overlay of what was happening outside and what was happening inside, they stopped the legal, and that's what Trump would have not wanted, right? Trump did not want the Ted Cruz and Poe uh, Gosar, which there were like four or five other states that were going to join into this, and it was going to be too big for the Democrats, and they would have went back and talked to it and came about some resolution about these challenges. So that was the legal end of it. But as far as you're saying about, you know, Pence couldn't have done anything, there's nothing that says basically what he can do and what he can't do is that he presides. And when you preside over something, I think that gives you a lot of options. Yes, but the Constitution does call for the the elections to be certified in the United States Senate and and, and then passed hey, on. You have to ha- but they were questioning the legality of the electoral votes, and that's totally legal. Yeah, but they were f- bringing in false electors from other states. Uh, I mean, there was a whole pile of things going on What had to be resolved? Here. You're jumping to that conclusion. They were false. In fact, that's part of what the, these charges well, are they, about. You they could only find that out afterwards. They just announced yesterday that they are charging, I guess, in, um, I forget what state. Michigan, Michigan right, Michigan, I heard right. that. All right, so they're, you're, you know. You're, you're bringing that back to January 6th of that year. You didn't it, it know that. It all ties together. It all ties together. It was part of what President no, Trump does, was trying to do. You didn't have that opportunity. He's trying that, to overturn the election. Do we agree that that's what he was trying to do? What? Overturn the election. You. He was trying to overturn the election. Donald no, Trump? he was trying to bring forth facts that may have changed the result of the election, may have. So when it, And he didn't facts, get that opportunity. The facts he was trying to bring forth involved calling the uh, Secretary of State in Georgia and say, listen, I need you to find me 11,000 votes. Right. Well, <laughs> we'll find out. That that hasn't come to trial yet, has it? That's what part of this is about. That's what part right, of this is about. But that hasn't been in trial yet, has it? No, it hasn't. Right. So I'm waiting on that. If you say he's guilty, go ahead. I don't think you're oh, that I don't know. I think he's got to be proven. I think he's innocent. Right. I don't think you're that kind of guy to say he's guilty of something there that's uh, wrong without uh, a trial coming to an end and hearing all the facts. Hey, but Joe, uh, we, maybe we, you are that kind of no, guy. No, I'm not that kind of guy. Hey, listen, we've got two more callers here that we have to take, and we have to take a quick break. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate your call from Sunbury. Give us a call anytime. 570-743-9565. We have two calls waiting. We have some texts that we haven't gotten to yet, and we have to have this important message. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. 
That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Here's what a patient of Dr. Carl Jenkins has to say about his new dental implants. Getting the implants as opposed to just the regular dentures was the best move I ever made. Huge difference. They improved my quality of life, basically. Not just a cosmetic thing. I'm really, really happy with it. Before coming to Dr. Jenkins, his diet was boring, bland, and limited. Scrambled eggs, mashed potatoes, rice, things of that nature. But now that he has beautiful and functional implants from Dr. Jenkins... Since I've got them, uh, I can eat anything I want. I was just at a restaurant, had a huge, big, giant serving. I can even eat peanuts, I can eat cashews, everything like that. Huge difference, and it's just changed my life. It's the first time in my whole life where I enjoy going to the dentist. The doctor and his crew are the best people. I love them to death. Dr. Carl Jenkins in Watsontown. Visit us at smilesbyjenkins.com. Weekdays at 3, listen to the number one talk show on the radio, The Sean Hannity Show. Why isn't the FBI investigating cocaine in the White House? And drugs were discovered not once, not twice, but three times in Biden's White House since 2022? We absolutely need accountability here. The Sean Hannity Show, streaming weekday afternoons at 3 and Saturday mornings at 7 on our app, the Odyssey app, and on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. We have two of our hotlines open. Two of them are poised to go on the air in just a moment. One of our texters says, why do you denigrate Breitbart News? If you've never read or listened to their content and only believe with the left's narrative on them, then you are severely misled. I'm assuming it's misled because it starts with MI, but then the number of characters cut off. Uh, Another texter says, when has it become illegal to question election results? And then, Eric, what exactly did Trump do on January 6th? Give a speech and told attendees to go peacefully and make their voices heard. Why did the Capitol Police turn down a request for support? Okay, Joseph from Milton, you're on the mark. Yes, he also said go patriotically. It was in that uh, sentence, I believe. Uh, but I didn't want to comment on that. Uh, are you there? It seems like I was cut off. No, you're not. I'm oh, listening okay. to you. Okay, real quiet there. Uh, yes, I want to comment on what Van was saying. It's very important. Van was speaking to the, the foundation of what's really going on here, and people don't see it, that uh, this is, it's a new world order. The elitists are trying to take over this nation. Not, not, not trying. They already have, and this is what Trump was uh, instrumental in trying to drain the swamp because he can't be bought. He has his money, and he doesn't have to get his money off the all the big donors. But anyway, what Van was saying was very true, and uh, I think really he was prophesying of what's going to happen, and it's a fact. But I would like to take this a step further, if I may, uh, to the very foundation of the thing. And I got to go back to Genesis chapter 11 when they built this great tower to heaven, and they were all of one accord, one religion, one political goal, one language, okay? And we, if you read it, Yahweh came down and he said, whatever man decided to do, that they would do, and he confounded their language. And they were scattered over the, all over the world. Well, that was called the Tower of Babel. We're all familiar with that, okay? Now, if you look what happened here in the United States of America, out of 56 signs of Declaration of Independence, 50 were Masons. George Washington was a master Mason, as well as all his continental, in the Continental Army, all his officers were master Masons. In the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, I'm not talking about a book that someone wrote against an organization. This was written by the, the top dog of the Masonry, the Encyclopedia. It says that Nimrod was the founder of the Tower of Babel. He was the one that led this rebellion against the Almighty. Look on your dollar bill, 
and we, okay. we, we call it the almighty dollar. But this Why? isn't this isn't the great reset that we're talking no, about wait, here. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> we call it the almighty dollar because the 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 dollar is I was I've traveled around this world to many different countries and I can go anywhere and exchange a, a dollar and buy something. They love the dollar, but you can't take a yen, a ruble, or a, a Dutch mark and, and spend it anywhere but the country that it uh, originates from. But on the bottom of the dollar bill, you will see a pyramid, and then in, fr in front of the pyramid, you see the Latin words uh, "novus auto seclorum." Novus is new, auto is ordered, seclorum is society. And as President Bush said, we're not going to allow Saddam Hussein to stand in the way of the new world order a one-world government, one-world uh, currency, one-world church. You must be affiliated with that organization, and this is where it comes from. This is what Van was talking about in the scriptures, a book that's written mm. over 2,000 years ago, and it's the bestseller in the world. Okay, but, you know, you're, hey. mi you're missing a point here. That no, you're missing when, the, the when point. this country was founded, it was, in effect, a new and noble experiment. It was a change to the existing was, world order. It was bringing back what happened at the Torah Battle. It, it was, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was starting a new, okay, it was starting a new symbol, birth of freedom. Uh, why is the symbol of George Washington, a Felix symbol, the biggest one in the world, erected oh, come Washington, D.C.? <laughs> When in the Bible, Yahweh says to tear them down. So you believe that the, the, the Washington Mo Monument is a giant phallus? Is that your opinion? Well, it is. It's, oh, it's a on. fact. <laughs> uh, 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 the guy got kicked off of NBC News. What was his name? Uh, one of their, their chief, uh, you know, their chief uh, speakers there. Uh, I can't, uh, can't think of his name. But anyway, he was down in South America, and they have a big one down there. In Rio, I think it's Rio or somewhere. And he said about this phallic symbol, you know, anybody, anybody knows that. Look it up. Look up obelisk or phallic symbol, and I'll tell you what it is. It's a symbol of a male organ with an erection. It's a shameful symbol, and Yahweh says to tear it down. But what I'm trying to say is these symbols are very important to identify the features of Mystery Babylon. Mystery okay. Babylon is says in the Bible it's a mysterious religious system. Listen, there's a there's a, a a cigarette dealership along the strip that has a a uh, what looks like a cigarette, uh, one of these dancing things that's blown up by hot air. It also looks like a phallic symbol. But it's not. So, so what? <laughs> uh, I'm saying. It so is any straight what it a pencil a pencil a pencil and looks like a phallic every, symbol. Listen, on almost every church you'll see one. It's called a steeple. They're the daughters of the great whore of Babylon. Okay, I'm not, and you accuse me of this. You accuse me wrongly. You say, I say the Catholic Church is a great whore. No, I do not say that. I repeat what Yahweh says in the Bible, chapter 17. She's the mother of harlots. And who came out of her but so-called, so-called Protestants? They're not really protesting the abominations that she has brought in. Okay. Christianity. Listen, we got to move along. Thank you, Joseph. I, I, we've, we've heard that from you before, and, and I know you're sincere and you believe it, and you're entitled to your opinion, and we're always happy to have you express it on our program. But right now, we've got to take a break, the final break of the day to stay on schedule. We have two of our hotlines uh, filled. Two more are open. 570-743-9565. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees got it want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers got it who has all that smc sunbury motor company is looking for technicians across all their departments whether you're an entry-level technician an experienced technician or someone looking for a career change sunbury motors would love to hear from you they're looking for technicians for their quick lane car and light truck service heavy truck service body shop and frame and alignment division you can apply online at sunburymotors.com in person at our north fourth street location or call todd at 570-286-7746 your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Improve visibility in your vehicle and save $10 on a pair of Trico Force wiper blades now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Don't risk your safety because of bad wiper blades. Be ready for any weather. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades for free. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 
Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain flings. Add Gain scent beads for an even longer-lasting scent. Hi, we're Comparian Insurance Agency. Right now you're thinking, Comparian? Never heard of them. We know. We also know that you have no idea that Comparian Insurance Agents are local and provide expert advice. So to help it stick, we're going to say local agent four times in the next 15 seconds. Ready? Go. Our local agents know you and your community. Our local agents offer insurance from top carriers. Our local agents have minty fresh breath. Find us at ComparianInsurance.com. Comparian Insurance Agency. Local agents. Expert advice. And there's number four. Welcome back to On the Mark, 570-743-9565. We had two callers lined up, and one of them had to apparently drop off. I'm sorry. We try to get to people as fast as we can. Uh, we try to keep the calls to five minutes um, on the program as best we can. And if somebody takes a little longer than that and they're in the middle of a point, I'll try to get them to wrap it up. But, um, you know, I'm sorry if you um, couldn't hang on. But, Van, you want one more minute, and you've got it. I just wanted to bring this out. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but uh, the guy that designed Washington, D.C., his name was Pierre Charles L'Enfant, and he was a, a Frenchman. But in the streets of Washington, D.C., there is an inverted pentagram with one side that's not completed. And anyone that knows anything about the occult knows that the pentagram is very satanic, and for it to be upside down is the symbol that's used with Baphomet with the goat goat head drawn within that. So it's interesting that also Washington, D.C. was founded on the 77th meridian. So it was established there on purpose, and even though you're mocking about the phallic symbol that is there, there's also a dome there that is representative of a womb, and of course the phallic symbol would be the male. And Washington, D.C. is designed to bring forth a being, and I know that seems strange, but when, when, if you ever study the occult, I know you asked someone several weeks ago about, did they ever read the Koran or, or the Vedas? Well, there's a lot, of, and I've, I've read some of those, and I came to the conclusion that Christianity is true, and I also checked the occult, and there's a lot of occult symbols, and it's stuff in plain sight that people that are involved in the occult understand and recognize those symbols readily. Okay. But people that are ignorant of it don't, so keep that in mind, and check that out, and explain to me why that symbol's there. It's an inverted pentagram. We'll look for that. Thank you, Van. Thank you very much for calling back. Uh, An inverted pentagram in the streets of Washington. Check that out. I'll I'll look at the map of Washington if I get a chance this afternoon. One of our texters says, overturn the election? No. Questioning the legitimacy of the election? Yes. There are a lot of unanswered questions. And Tom says, the same people who don't know when an election is over are trying to tell us when life begins. Yikes. Yes, we are in trouble. The far, 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 far MAGA nut jobs are destroying this country. Crawl back into your holes and hibernate permanently. Gee, that's kind of harsh, isn't it? (laughs) And a couple of our texts. uh, Let's see if we have uh, let me get down here to the bottom of them. Yes. Uh, You are blind if you can't see the corruption in the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the current administration. And then, Eric, the USA is not a democracy. It is a constitutional republic. When are you leftists going to get it right? And, hey, Eric, we didn't see all that happened on January 6th. Thousands of hours of security video were hidden from the public and defendants. Why? That's it for today on On the Mark. We invite you to join us again tomorrow on WKOK. We'll be back with an open phones day. Lots of participation today. We'll look forward to doing it all again tomorrow. Brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. This is WKOK. Sunbury.